Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 87-1037 Southern New England Sports Original. One of the many songs you'll hear tonight from Usher during his, what, 15-minute halftime extravaganza. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. Oh, he's going to play his hits. I I, I think you uh, have to play your hits if you're a halftime show. Uh, If you're a halftime show band or actor, whatever you want to call it, uh, you better better go hits. You better go hits heavy. Tim Wells, Jami DePerel, Meter and the Coach, Super Bowl 58. Let's dive into the Super Bowl for a minute. And San Francisco, two-point favorite. That's obviously a toss-up. Uh, is that a sucker bet? Some have said, oh, what are they doing in Vegas? So oh, they're trying to get the money to flow towards the Niners. They feel like if it was Kansas City, everybody would go Kansas City. Uh, who the heck knows on that front? What I can tell you this is I'm hoping for a competitive game. I'm hoping that Brock Purdy – puts to rest all those game manager narratives. I'm hoping Christian McCaffrey runs for over 100 yards. I'm hoping Debo Samuel plays well. I don't really care about the whole Chiefs-Patriot dynasty thing. I think that's so overplayed. Just enjoy Mahomes. Enjoy what Kansas City can do. I think it's a 27-24 type game, Tim. Yeah, I mean, if you're betting, you're – you're just burning money because, you know, these games, you watch them all. We all watch the playoffs. You know, a Dan Quinn go for it on fourth and three versus a kicking an easy field goal or a, or an un, unforeseen injury or just a drop pass, which the Chiefs have done all year long. Uh, Brock Purdy making a, a mistake because it's the Super Bowl and he's not ready for prime time. Who knows? Or, of course, just like the Providence game yesterday, a blown call costing a team uh, a game, or a referee just a referee afraid, not a not a, not re- ready for prime time, re- not ready to make the big call 
down the stretch, you know, as we saw in the Providence Butler game. And we'll get into that later because that was that was borderline. Um, yeah, I wish the college basketball would come out and do that, you know, especially the big leagues come out and do the uh, two minute, the two minute review just to make you feel better. It doesn't change the outcome of the game, of the game but at least somebody's out there telling you that the officials who get paid a lot of money, you know, these officials that have such thick skin about being criticized, you know, I've seen it before, you know, they, they don't like it when they get criticized on television. Uh, they have this union that you don't even, you know, this, uh, this union that hand hangs behind the clouds. It's not really a union, but it is a union and it, Oh, don't criticize my friend who, who's out there working as hard as he can working eight days a week getting paid a lot of money and then you criticize them once and they get all upset but yes the the ref getting off the super bowl the referees in the end of the providence game yesterday absolutely should i would suspend them all i would i would absolutely suspend them and who just were tell they? them i don't know it doesn't matter who james breeding was one of them some guy named corliss i don't know I, I know was, I, I heard the last couple minutes on the radio john and joe were going nuts over the lack of the call what ha- what happened for those of us that didn't see it well, Providence had a late lead, and then they went cold, and then they had the ball ten seconds to go down one. Uh, Butler did a very nice job of denying Devin Carter the ball. They tried to get Devin Carter the ball, but they and they face guarded him, and he couldn't get open, and they didn't really have time to to get organized and set anything up as the clock was winding down. Corey Floyd made a good play; just you know, he he saw an open lane, he just drove and went by his man. And got all the way to the rim and went to dunk it. And his man and then, and then a help defender basically both body slammed him to the floor. One had the top part of his body. The other one had the underneath part of his body. And they both crashed him as hard as – I mean, it was the easiest call I've ever seen as far as the foul goes. It, it was not 50-50. It was not 80-20. It was – wait a minute. He got fouled by two p- players from Butler. And both officials, you know, you're – this isn't, you know, this isn't the Division Two game with nobody in the. This is a high-level basketball game where two teams are trying to get to the NCAA tournament. You're not ready to make that call. You've got to be ready to make that call, and they did not. And uh, it just, it was really criminal. I felt, you know, listen, Providence did a great job yesterday on the road against a very good Butler team, and. Without Josh Adoro, who was home with for the birth of his son, and what do they do? They had the lead late in the game with four minutes to go. They're up four or five points. They, you know, they went cold at the end. You know, Butler was making some plays. Butler was in a panic mode, desperation. But still, Providence was Kim English called the timeouts he needed. He, you know, he stemmed the tide when he had to, and then he had to play at the end. You know, Corey, you want Carter to get the ball. They couldn't get it to him, so somebody else made a play. That's going to happen. And But Floyd made a good play. Uh, you know, he brought his arm back like the windmill dunk it, and both Butler players just totally knocked him to the ground and into the first row of the cheerleaders, and there was no call. Coach, as egregious so, as yeah. the lack of call was, the Friars did miss multiple free throws there down the stretch. Got to hold yeah, them accountable for that. They did. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, that's part of the game. You know, you're going to miss plays, but you have to make up for it, and they made up for it. They drove to the rim, and they drove to the rim, and they got fouled, and it should have been called, and it wasn't. So, and to, and to Kim English's credit, once again, uh, 
this this coach continues to impress me on every level. You, know, you go on the road, and after the game, there's no excuses about not having Josh Oduro. There's no excuses about the call late. He said, we had other opportunities, uh, but we're going to put this behind us because we have a big game Tuesday against St. John. So, I mean, that's where you know you got a good coach. I mean, you know, the guy's just – He's going to keep this team together, as you sh- he showed yesterday, one of the hardest venues to play in without a great player in Aduro who had just come off a 32-point, 30-point performance against Creighton, and, uh, and they got the lead late in the game. So uh, I have high expectations for this team moving forward. I think they're getting better and better. They figured out how to play without Bryce Hopkins, and, and now they'll get Aduro back, and uh, I think they're an NCAA tournament team. I wouldn't want to play them. They're, they're, they're rock tough. They're very, very tough defensively and smart, and they've got two great players in Carter and Oduro. Well, at the latest uh, bracketology, Joe Lenardi has them as the first four out. Uh, so they are uh, on his proverbial bubble. Of course, that changes pretty much every day. Uh, but, yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, it's been impressive to watch. They've certainly had their moments where you definitely think they're a tournament team, uh, and that's – Terrible that that call was not made. That's ridiculous. I saw it all over social media. Uh, and, of course, as you'd expect, uh, that's that's ridiculous. And you're right. And the, the secret about these college basketball officials, you told me this a couple of years ago, the money they make is, I mean, whatever. It's money. They all work hard. I'm not go, – go make whatever you want to make. You deserve it. If you can get it, go get it. But they're making a lot of money. They're making thousands oh. of dollars per game. Well, the problem is, though, is that there's not enough good young officials. And I don't, you know, you got to try to, you know, maybe the the increased salary will get some good young officials into the game. And, you know, the guys that have been through it start some camps because you need more of these guys. That's the problem is now these guys work six to seven nights a week. So six is the minimum. And, you know, most of them, you don't see them on Friday night. You know why they're doing these games that are on television. And so what's that do Peter? I mean, you and I travel a lot You know, we do two games a week and, you know, we're flying all over the place and we don't have to run up and down the floor. And so, you know, it wears on your body. So these guys are working six nights a week. And here we are now almost in mid February and they're, they've lost a little bit. Of know, I think he's pausing on us. Um, that's the Utah bandwidth that we got going here. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think instead of getting of, uh, muted, he got muted, huh? He got muted. I think good, good one, Joe. I think the lack of young officials is definitely a problem. I saw Teddy Valentine the other night. God love Teddy Valentine. Uh, and he's still still a good official, but he's been around for forty years. I mean, it there comes a time where. When's that going to cross over? Pat Driscoll's another guy. All these guys you know, and they're familiar names to a lot of people. And they're all—I'm not saying they're bad officials because they're not. I mean, you could talk to our good friend John Cal about this, and he'll tell you the same thing. The veteran uh, NCA official you, for years was at the Final Four, an Albany guy. Um, they got to get younger. And John Gaffney's another guy we see a lot. Uh, I love. These guys are all really good officials, but they'll tell you the same thing. We got to get young blood into this game. That's a good point on your part. Question is, how do you do it? Yeah, I see that John Cal's son is now an official, so that's a yeah. good thing. But you know, it, it's just at the end of this, the end of the year. I've said it every year, and I lived it. Is that these guys? Uh, first of all, they're cranky. You know, mid February, 
flights every day. I mean, so if you're doing a game last night, it's Butler. And then what are you doing? You're doing a Sunday game at South Florida. So you're up your first flight out 6 a.m. That means you're getting up at four and you get into the airport and you're flying. And then all of a sudden now uh, you got to go do a game tonight. You know, you got to go run up and down the floor. You don't have to call a game like we do sit there in our chair and tell, you know, paint a picture. You've got to go out there and be top of your game at the highest level of athlete. And that's, that's the problem this time of year. And I saw that. That's what I saw in the Providence game. That or the officials just scared. Now Pat Driscoll was on that game, but he was the, he was the trail official on that play. It was not his call. He did not. He was, a, he was at midcourt. It was the other two. It was the, it was the uh, lead official under the basket and then the, and then the center official. And uh, they just, I don't know, you watch it over and over and over. I mean, in live action, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You know, you got to have the ability to make that call. You got to have the guts to do it on the road. You know, that's why I used to, you know, Providence's fam- favorite, Timmy Higgins. And we used to have John Cal and uh, Jim Burr and Mike Kitts. You wanted those guys on the road. That's when you wanted them. Because <laughs> when you go on the road, they're not afraid to make those calls against the home team. You know, they're going to make it, you know, that call in a driveway, in a parking lot, anywhere on the road in front of 25,000 people. They're, they're making it because yeah. that's what made them great officials. That's why they had multiple final fours. But, you know, those guys yesterday should be ashamed of themselves. That's 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 horrendous. Uh, we got to take another timeout. We see deep dive Dave on the phone. He wants to get into college hoops. We could take calls on anything today. Bruins, Celtics. Super Bowl 58 predictions. They're all on the table. Pete Cronin joins us at 805. Bill O'Brien at BC. Red Sox start spring training February 14th. Pitchers and catchers report. Oh, the Valentine's Day love in the air for the Boston pitching staff. 401-777-1037. Meter and the coach. Sports Radio WEI 103.7. Hi, I'm Bob Daly, owner of Action. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 